愿大家平安。Peace to you all. 今天晚上我们来谈谈这个教会与得救。Um, today, our topic for mutual encouragement is the church and salvation. Ah, often I hear Christians say, "That salvation is about the relationship between us and God." I don't necessarily have to go to church. I don't need to rely on the church for my salvation. But I am relying on Jesus for my salvation. Wow, 听起来很属灵 It sounds so spiritual. 我们都不用去教会，也不用啊，常常啊参加敬拜 That you don't need to attend worship that often or go to church frequently to be saved. 好像靠自己就可以直接跟耶稣建立关系 On the other hand, you are depending on yourself to establish a personal relationship with Jesus. 但是这是圣经的观念吗 ？However, is this the doctrine in the Bible? 啊，最近我们在查考。在诵读以弗所书。Recently, we have been reading the book of Ephesians. 以弗所书里面有一个很重要的主题。Ephesians, ah,、uh, there is an important topic. 啊，这是在讲教会。It talks about the church. 啊，在圣经里面，神学里面有一门特别的这个单元呢、啊，叫做教会论。There is a special chapter within theology called ecclesiology. 啊，教会这个字的原文叫 ecclesia， 就是神所选造的一群人。Ecclesia is the original text for church,、um, and it talks about the, a group of people who believes in God. Ah,、uh, 神所选召的 Um, the people, the people who were chosen by God. 教会并不是一个建筑物 Um, a church is not a building. 教会是一群神所拣选的弟兄姐妹 Um, on the other hand, the church is a group of brothers and sisters chosen by God. 是神用他自己的宝血所买来的 People who were purchased by Jesus's、uh, precious blood. Ah, so we come to talk about three important issues. So tonight we're going to spend some time to talk about the three major issues with ecclesiology as described in Ephesians. These three important issues, every Christian should know them. There are three major issues every Christian should have proper understanding of. Why do we go to church? So why should I go to church? We go to church not to go to social gathering, ah, or to go to social gathering. Am I going to church for social gathering? Ah, we go to church is to be saved. On the other hand, we are going to church for the sake of salvation. So the first question is, do I really need to go to church to be saved? So the first question is, must I be saved through the church? The second big question is what kind of church can help me to obtain salvation. The third big question is what kind of church can help me to obtain salvation. The third big question talks about after entering church is how can I live a church life. This is every Christian after reading Ephesians should get the answer. Um, for every person reading Ephesians,、um, you should receive the answers to these three questions. Ephesians 书是保罗在监狱里面呢所写的给以弗所教会的一封书信。Ah,、uh, Ephesians is a letter that Paul wrote to the Ephesian church while he was imprisoned. 他很辛苦啊。He went through a lot. 他虽然是身上带着锁链 ，Even though he was wearing chains， 但是呢，他还是啊要写信给当时在以弗所教会的信徒。However, he still wrote this letter to the Ephesian believers. Yeah, 鼓励他们，他陈明教会的在基督的救赎里面的奥秘。To encourage them and to clarify ecclesiology. 如果你不搞清楚这个很重要的问题 ，If you do not understand these three、uh, topics， 你可能有错误的观念。Then perhaps you would have the wrong concept about church and salvation. 我不不一定去教会了。I don't necessarily have to go to church. I can read the Bible, pray, and watch worship from home. You may have these wrong understandings if you didn't understand this topic. Or perhaps、um, the other idea is I, can, I need to go to church, but any church will do. So today we will start by talking about、um, the question: Must I be saved through church? We 先来看看以弗所书二章第八节 
Let's first read Ephesians chapter two verses eight to nine. 以弗所书二章的八节到九节。Ephesians chapter two verses eight to nine. 这里说，你们得救是本乎恩，也因着信。这并不是出于自己，乃是神所赐的。第九节。Verse nine. 也不是出于行为，免得有人自夸。请读。Ephesians chapter two verse eight. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this not from yourselves; it is the gift of of God. Verse nine, not by works, so that no one can boast. Paul 在这里讲出啊，主耶稣基督救恩呢，需要有这两个很重要的关键点。Paul emphasized that God's salvation. There's two important points. 第一，就是我们得救是本乎恩，恩就是恩典。The first is that this is a grace. 得救本身是恩典啊。Salvation is grace itself. 不是你自己很努力所得来的。It's not something that you earn. 是神白白给你的 ，but it's something that God is giving to you for free. 不是我们很配的 ，not that we're worthy. 好，那这个恩典要怎么样来临到我们呢 ？Then how does this grace come upon you? 要透过人的信心。It is through your faith. 如果你没有信心，神的恩典在你面前你也得不到。Um, because if you don't have faith, even if the grace is right in front of you, you cannot get it. 所以刚刚所讲的恩典跟信心是得救两个很重要的环节。So、uh, the two important parts of salvation is that you have to be given grace and you have to have faith. 好了，那有人就问了，那一定要去教会才能够得救吗 ？Then the question is, must I be saved through church? 当我们读以弗所书的时候，这个答案是很清楚的。When we read Ephesians, the, an- the answer is very clear. 对，你一定要透过教会才能够得救。Yes, we have to be saved through church. 因为啊，神的恩典是透过教会给你的。Because、uh, God gives you grace through the church. 你不进教会的吗？不参与教会，就没有办法得到这个恩典。If you do not go to church, if you do not participate in church, then you cannot receive this grace. 还有呢，神的真道也是透过教会传给我们的。And in addition, the gospel, God's word, is given to you through church. 你不进教会，你就得不到神的真道。If you do not enter church, you cannot receive the true word of God. 所以啊，得救是本乎恩，没有错。So, ah,、uh, salvation is grace. It is true. 但是透过教会，你得到这个恩典。Um, It is something that you have to get through church. 教会，我们要得救要透过信心。啊 ，salvation we 啊、uh, we receive through faith. 对，透过教会，你的信心得到培养，得到坚定。And ah、uh, through church, your faith is established, nurtured, and grown. 好，那我们就来从整个以弗所书里面今天的讲讲教会也得救的三个重要的关系。And、uh, in the book of Ephesians, we're going to talk about the three um important points between church and salvation. 我们要讲三点。The th- three points. 第一点呢、啊，透过教会，我们才得到神的智慧。The first point, through church, we understand the wisdom of God. 第二点，我们会讲，透过教会，我们得以分享神的生命。Second point, through the church, we share the life of God. 第三点，我们会讲，透过教会，我们的信仰才会得到成长。And thirdly, through the church, we grow into spiritual maturity. 这三样都跟我们的得救有绝对的关系。These three points have absolute connection with our salvation. Let's talk about the first point. 一定要透过教会，我们才知道神的智慧。It is only through church that we understand the wisdom of God. 请看以弗所的三章第十节。Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter three, verse ten. 以弗所三章第十节。Ephesians chapter three, verse ten. 不要记得教会是天上执政的、掌权的，现在得知神百般的智慧。Verse ten. His intent was that、uh, now through the church, the, manif- the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. 十一节 Verse eleven. 这是照着神从创世以前在我们主耶稣基督里所定的旨意 Verse eleven. According to His eternal purpose, which He accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. 这里说神的智慧啊，是透过教会才显明给我们的。Here it describes how His manifold wisdom is revealed to us through the church. 我们知道智慧很重要。We know how important wisdom is. 你没有智慧，你就不明白很多的事情。Without wisdom, there's so many things you won't understand. 譬如说，你没有读过数学。For example, if you have never studied math, 或是你没有数学的智慧 ，or you do not have the wisdom for math. 你看那些大学的数学好好复杂，你根本看不懂。You're looking at a calculus book from university. Ah,、uh, you have no idea what it's saying. 你没有音乐的智慧 ，or if you do not have the wisdom for music. 你看那个五线谱啊，好像豆芽菜一样，一点意思都没有。You're looking at a music script, and it looks like um upside down vegetables um on a page. 但是你有智慧的话啊，你看你知道在讲什么。Yet, if you do have the wisdom, you know that it is composing a song. Because it is human. You have human wisdom, you can understand human's wisdom. 
um, and in the same way you have the wisdom of man, then you can understand the products of man. For example, if you're looking at a chess match, um, if you know chess well, then you will know that this is a good player or not. Uh, recently, there's a popular show about chess. Um, and chess has become trendy again that people have purchased chess sets after watching this show. It is indeed something you can learn, but for you to become a grand master of chess, um, it's not easy. Uh, a lot of people with the wisdom for chess can um, think about a lot of different strategies and ways to win. So what does the wisdom of God talk about? God's wisdom talks about how to um, save mankind who are corrupt so that they can be saved once again. Who is the opponent of God? It is the devil. From the beginning, the devil's goal was to disrupt the creation of God. And from the beginning of mankind, the devil worked to corrupt Adam and Eve. And perhaps it seems like God has been defeated because mankind had only been created for not very long and they were tempted and sinned. However, just like looking at a chess match, you cannot just look at the first few steps. It seems like uh, in the first few steps, you lost a pawn. However, in the very end, um, there will, it will be checkmate. This is the way of God's wisdom. Even though throughout history, there's times when the devil seems to win. Mankind continuously departs and forfeits God. However, God has already prepared a salvation plan. Through Jesus Christ coming to earth as man. And in this way, he brought the grace of salvation to all mankind. Through his death, um, it was exchanged for our life. Through his suffering, we have received peace. For his temporary death, it exchanged our eternal life. Just like a fantastic match of chess, there's so much wisdom and mystery in there. Paul talked about how this manifold wisdom is hidden in God um, in heavenly places of creation. And uh, near the end, all of this wisdom will be spoken of to us through the church. Therefore, unless you come to church, you will not understand this wisdom. Paul, he knew this. Let's take a look at Romans chapter 11, verse 33. Romans chapter 11, verse 33. Verse 33. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Truly, how deep and how unfathomable is the uh, wisdom of God. It's the same with our lives. Uh, sometimes we encounter tribulation um, and suffering. And there's times you feel like God has failed to protect you. Because if God protected you, then how come you still encountered this tribulation? Um, in the same argument, you can say that if God um, was if God was there, then why did Jesus still got nailed on, onto the cross? Um, why did a good man die on the cross? A lot of people complain to God in this way. But in reality, God purposefully planned for these kinds of things to happen. To allow 
him to redeem our sins. This is the mystery. And through whom did this mystery be given to us? God has given the mystery of salvation to the church, and the church has given it to our brothers and sisters. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter 3, verses 2 to 5. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 2. Verse 2, Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. Verse 3, that is, uh, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. Verse 4, in reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. Verse 5, which was not made known to men in other generations as it now has been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. Here it describes how um, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, has revealed this mystery um, to um, the prophets, including Paul himself. Paul, he was also one who was revealed to. That is why he instructed the members um, to um, hear these words. There was a brother who only came to believe when he was very senior. Beforehand, he was in China and he did not have the opportunity to truth seek or um, come to believe. When he came to Canada and came to believe, he diligently read the Bible and he listened to sermons. And he also read additional material written by the church. And he wrote notebooks and notebooks of notes. And he actually connected the content from the New and Old Testaments together. And at the end, he said, God's uh, salvation is too great. If I didn't come to church, if I didn't come here to learn all this, I would have never figured this out myself. And he said, however, I really thank God. Because he has gone to other churches, other denominations to true seek in the past. Um, however, he said um, the Bible study and the scriptures um, shared by True Jesus Church is truly very deep. And in addition to that, um, the pastors and the holy workers of True Jesus Church have the guidance of the Holy Spirit. They're truly able to clearly explain the words of God. So that we understand its individual meaning and its relationship to do with salvation. And this uh, brother, he uh, was already retired. And um, however, uh, in his spare time, he read the Bible, he studied the scripture, and he copied out verses as his joyful pastime. And that is to say, uh, brothers and sisters, when we come to church, our goal is not to socialize or to meet other people. And of course, we're going to have uh, interpersonal communication and we're going to have friends here. Um, however, the, the priority, the purpose is to receive God's word. And it's uh, disappointing when um, when someone comes to church and they don't like to listen to gospel. And uh, during sermon time, they may be chatting somewhere. Or they might be snoozing away um, in the chapel. And with this kind of attitude, it's it's hard, it's almost impossible to hear um, God's truth. If during every opportunity um, you listen to sermon and you take notes, 
if you take notes, I you won't fall asleep. 说实在，现在大家家里听道理啊，很容易打开睡。Uh, in reality, now that we're listening to sermon at home, it's very easy to snooze away. Because in the past, if you snooze、uh, in a chapel, you might be anxious that preacher will see you. Now, if you snooze in a chapel, you might be anxious that preacher will see you. Now, if you snooze in a chapel, you might be anxious that preacher will see you. Now, if you snooze in a chapel, you might be anxious that preacher will see you. Now, if you snooze in a chapel, you might be anxious that preacher will see you. And so it's easy to be distracted or have your mind wandering somewhere else. Even I hear brothers And I've also heard of、uh, people who have lain down with their iPad、um, above their face to listen to sermon. 这样听怎么听得进去 ？How can you absorb the content if you're listening like this? 啊、uh, ，很多人听了都忘了。Um, and a lot of people they hear it, but it kind of goes through their head. They don't retain it. 最主要是平常也没有读圣经。And uh, um, this also um, is partly because they're not reading the Bible on other days of the week. 没有读圣经的习惯，你听到的就很多东西都连不起来。If you do not have the habit of Bible reading, then when you listen to sermon, you don't really, you can't really connect the content together. 如果你有读，你一定是连得起来的。If you have the habit of Bible reading, then it would be easier for you to connect all the concepts. 有感动。You will have movement. 所以我们要。透过教会领受神的智慧的福音的奥秘。So um it is very important that we uh receive the wisdom of salvation and of God through the church. 第二点呢，就透过教会，我们得以分享神的生命。The second point is uh through the church we share God's life. 神的生命很重要。God's life is very important. 啊，我们看约翰福音十一章二十五节。Let's take a look at the Gospel of John, chapter eleven, verse twenty-five. The Gospel of John, chapter eleven, verses twenty-five to twenty-six. Verse twenty-five. Jesus said to her, "I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies." Verse twenty-six. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? So, Um, Jesus Himself said, "I am the resurrection and the life." 原来啊，神的生命啊，能够胜过死亡。Jesus's life, um, it conquered death. 人的生命很短。A man's life is very short. 人的生命如果结束了，你就没有办法再起来啊。And once a person's life ends, it will never be resurrected. 也没有办法进入到天国。And it will not go into the heavenly kingdom. 只有神的生命可以永存。And only God's life is eternal and. Resurrectable. 本来神的生命要源源不绝的给人类了。And、uh, before God's life was going to endlessly give to man. 那是因为亚当夏娃被赶出伊甸园。However, because Adam and Eve were um were asked to leave Eden. 不能再吃生命果。Ah,、uh, they can never again eat the fruit of life. 所以他们的跟神的生命就断绝了。Then their life, their eternal life, that connection with God has. 但是耶稣基督来就是要把我们跟神的生命重新连接起来。Now, when Jesus came, His purpose was to reconnect, to bridge that gap between man's life and God's life. 就好像身体的肢体要连上这个头啊。It's like the body reconnecting to its head. 那我们知道，身体如果切不小心你割到手指，把它切断了，那个手指就会腐烂掉。We know that if any part of your body detaches, for example, if you accidentally cut off a finger, that finger will rot. 除非你赶紧把它捡起来，拿去医院缝针，把它接回去，还有可能还可以接得回去。Unless you immediately preserve it, take it to the hospital, and have it、uh, surgically sewn back on, then perhaps it can be reconnected. 好，那我们是什么 ？Then what are we? 我们是肢体啊。We are the body. 教会是什么？ What is the church? Church is the body of Christ. We look at Ephesians chapter two, verse twenty-two. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter one, verse twenty-two. Ephesians chapter one, verse twenty-two. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter one, verse twenty-two. Ephesians chapter one, verse twenty-two. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter one, verse twenty-two. Ephesians chapter one, verse twenty-two. Verse twenty-two, and God placed all things under His feet and appointed Him to be heard over everything for the church. Twenty-three, which is His body, the fullness of Him who fills everything in every way. Paul here, in the book of Ephesians, he speaks very clearly. 
when Paul talks about ecclesiology, he was very clear. What is the relationship between church and God? They are one body. Which means that they're inseparable. The relationship between head and the body. Jesus is the head. We are the followers. And when all believers come together, we are the body. Then the connection with the head. Uh, we, there isn't a single person who say that they are the leader, the head of the church. Who is the leader of the church? It is Jesus Christ. He is our highest leader. He is um, the ruler of all rulers. He is also omnipresent. And in verse 23, it emphasizes greater that the fullness of him fills everything in his church. So we can say that church is the body of Christ. This, when we put the concept in this way, it's very easy to understand. First of all, how many bodies does Jesus have? Uh, this verse uh, clarifies that very well. His body, um, especially in English, you can see that when it says his body, the this um, uh, subject is uh, singular. Because one person can only have one body. One head, you cannot have two bodies. If you have two bodies for one head, then this uh, person is an anomaly. So how many churches does Jesus have? Of course, people can have many, many churches. However, in the spiritual realm, how many churches does Jesus have? And Paul, he says, of course, there's one body, one church. If this church is within Jesus, then Jesus will fill with this church entirely. It's like your body. It's connected with your head. This life is completely connected. The blood flow, the oxygen, and all the neurobiology, it is completely connected. Uh, completely in sync. It cannot be separated. As soon as anything is uh, separated, you cannot live. And so the relationship with um, God and the and, and the church, um, Jesus used this uh, tangible human example to, to describe it for us. Um, which is marriage. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23. Verse 23, for the husband is the head and the wife as uh, 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 for the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body which he is the savior. Uh, we can see that in our fleshly body, God has established a similar relationship that is analogous to the spiritual relationship. So marriage is very important. If you have been married, then God's purpose is for that person to understand God's relationship with the church through the marriage that you are in. It's not easy to get married. Um, there is a saying that it is easy to fall in love, but it is difficult to stay harmoniously in love. When you're dating, it's very light, it's very fun. You go for dinner and then a movie and then you go shopping. It's, it's great. And uh, as soon as you become married, a lot of people find that what was light and fun, it disappears in routine um, and in habits. And uh, perhaps um, the two spouses, their personalities are very different. And a lot of uh, sisters, I find, uh, complain, you know, if I knew this earlier, I wouldn't have gotten married. 
How did I marry someone so interesting? 但是你讲这个没有用，你不能讲这个。Um, however, there's no use if you say this because. 既然你已经嫁了。You have already been married. 你就要被你在里面被磨练了。Then、uh, you will be molded in this relationship. 啊，丈夫就是你的头啊。Because your husband is your head. 是你头，你要尊重他。You have to respect him. 不是鄙视他，不是不是刁难他。You cannot challenge him or belittle him. 你你还是要顺服他。You you have to be uh abiding to him. You are 尊重他，因为你跟他已经是一体的了，分不开了。You have to follow him and respect him because you're one body now. You cannot desert him. 你看不起他，就等于你看不起你自己。Because if you look down upon him, then it's like looking down upon yourself. 你只能帮助他。You can only help him. 这个是很不容易的。This is not easy to do. 但是这个是要磨练组内的姐妹。Now this is a way to mold um. To to firm our sisters in Christ. Um, often, what is molded away in this friction is your arrogance, your pride, your self-centeredness. It's not easy to be a husband as well. Because the husband has to be the head. When the head has to sacrifice itself. Um, the Bible said,、um, for example, in Ephesians, it mentions a lot of、uh, truth about、uh, marriage. Let's take a look at verse 24. Verse 24.、Uh, now the church submits to Christ, so,、um, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Here, it、um, encourages wives to submit to their husbands. Many wives look at this and are very unhappy. Why should I submit? A lot of wives, when they read this verse, they feel unwilling. Why should I submit to this guy? 对我不怎么好，为什么我还要顺服他 ？He's not even that good to me. Why should I submit to them? 不是男女平等的问题。It's not a matter of equality between the sexes. 就算丈夫还没有达到完全，或者很多的缺点。And even if your husband is not yet complete, or they have inadequacies. 只有一个方法，你可以改变这个情况。There's only one way that you can change the situation. 就是你要去爱他。You have to love him. You have to 尊重他 You have to respect him. 就鼓励他 You have to encourage him. 就顺服他 You have to submit to him. 这样子感动到他了，他会改变 And in through these actions, you will move him, and he will change. 这是丈夫的二十三节 Now for husbands, 你们做丈夫的要爱你们的妻子 In verse twenty-five, it says, "Husbands love your wives." 正如基督爱教会，为教会舍己啊 Just as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her. 很多丈夫抱怨太太不听他的话。A lot of husbands complain that my wife is so disobedient. 抱怨太太不够温柔，不够体贴。She is not gentle enough. She is not caring enough. 还抱怨说结婚的钱都不是这样，为什么结婚之后变成这个样子 ？And、uh, they complain that she was not like this when we were dating. How did she become this way? 做丈夫的不可以抱怨太太，你没有权利抱怨太太。Uh, Uh, husbands, you do not have the right, and you should not complain about your wife. Because she is a part of your body. You are the head. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, you have to complain to her. If you have any complaints, A lot of husbands tend to be selfish. 不顾太太的感受 They are、uh, inconsiderate of their wives' feelings. 结了婚呢，还是只顾自己 Even after marriage, they are self-centered. They care about themselves. 外面找朋友啊 Um, they have a lot of friends outside. 整天或者整天窝在家里打电动啊 Or perhaps they're spending a lot of time indoors in front of their video uh, game uh, console. 你太太被忽略了 And your wife has been ignored by you. 当然，她对你就会很多怨气 Then of course they will have a lot of things to complain against you. 做丈夫的要想想你这个头怎么当呢 ？As husbands, you have to consider what kind of head am I being? 有没有舍己啊 ？Am I being selfless? 舍己就是说我愿意为我太太，我牺牲自己。And being selfless means that for the sake of my wife, I'm willing to give up something for myself. 我为了要得到你的爱，得到你的顺服，我可以把自己都放下。Um, in other words, in order to obtain your respect and your submission, I'm able to put myself second to you. This is a husband-wife relationship. 
this is the relationship of husband and wife being one body. And do not kid yourself that uh, marriage within Christ will automatically be smooth sailing. In reality, um, the first while after a new marriage can be very tough. Um, especially the first year. Uh, because different uh, views and different environments are coming together. However, if husbands you're willing to sacrifice yourself just a little bit more, then, then Jesus Christ will open up a path for your marriage. There was this one brother. He was married in the Lord. And but his uh his wife was in a lot of pain. So And uh, she said, I don't know how to continue on with this person, I don't know how to live together. And this brother, after hearing his wife say this, and he said to her, we have to have faith in God. And uh, he said, we're going to continuously pray together and any place you want me to change, tell me. He did not say, um, I want you to change. He's saying, I want to change. I want God to tell me what to change and I want you to tell me what to change. At first, when his wife heard this, she was unconvinced and she said, you're 30, 40 years old, you can change now. However, the brother, he said, yes, I will change. And truly, thank God, he worked very hard. And after some time, and his wife became more and more joyful. She was able to smile. And their marriage greatly improved. And people would ask, ask him, when did your marriage start to improve? And, and the wife will say, my husband changed so much. Before, he was very self-centered. Including the very first year of our marriage, he was very egocentric. He often thought that he was right. And now he changed. And truly, thank God. Um, so the head and the body, they are inseparable. Our Jesus Christ is the head of this marriage. We are the wife, this body. So we are one body with Christ. Jesus is perfect, he is God. He doesn't need to change. The one who needs to change is us. So we have to submit to um, Christ. Let's take a look at the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 3. Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 3. Uh, Gospel of John, chapter, four, uh, chapter 15, verse 3. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Verse 4. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Here, Jesus gave an analogy. If um, the branches separate from the vine, then it will die. It, it will not only be unable to bear fruit, but it will also wither and perish. This tells us a very simple concept. If you want to sustain your spiritual life, until that day you see the Lord Jesus face to face, then you have to preserve yourself within the body of Christ. You have to tell yourself that no matter in what circumstance, I will not depart from the body, the church of Christ. Even if there are there's someone who doesn't like me or misunderstands me. Or if um, I come to church and I feel persecution or other pressures. Um, or I um, someone is giving me um, um, kind of a malicious eye contact. 
I don't care. I want to remain within the body of Christ. This kind of determination, um, when it's said, Jesus will help will help you get there. The determination can be that from the day I am baptized into the true church to the day that I enter my have my uh, coffin, I will not depart from the true church. We have to have this kind of steadfastness now and not until you are facing some kind of tribulation. This is very, very important. And the third point is that through church, we build each other and grow together. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse verse 11. Verses 11 to 12. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Here it describes how there's many body parts within this body. And for this body to grow up, all the body parts have to grow up too. We have to look at every member as a body part. Through church, we grow together. How do we grow? Here it describes how we grow through service. Uh, God arranges everyone to have a different job. There are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And there's, of course, other jobs as well. There are no big or small roles. There's only the question of whether you did your best. If in church you have your own holy work. At first, perhaps your service is very small. However, you do your best. Um, you will find that as you are serving, you feel God's abidance. And you will also learn about God's grace. For example, if you are learning to um, lead uh, Bible study, or you are training to be a sermon speaker. At first, you might be scared and intimidated. You say, I don't know what to say. Preacher, can you take over for me? However, we really need more people to be trained so that holy work can be assigned to more people. And preacher will be sent, and they should be sent out to, um, to, uh, to, to other places. Uh, it's impossible that every sermon is spoken by preacher. And uh, these days is an anomaly because the, of the pandemic. Um, we're not being sent out. Um, in a normal year, there's only about three or four months that a preacher will remain in the residential church. Uh, then the other times, brothers and sisters have to uh, step in and, uh, and speak sermon. And so you finally agree, and every day you have to pray. You're so nervous. You are even losing sleep over it. Um, you uh, get up early in the morning to read the Bible. Um, you have um, many, many drafts for the same sermon as you're improving it. When you are delivering your first sermon, you break out into cold sweat and you're so nervous. But in reality, who is the person who's improving the most? It is yourself. The Holy Spirit will help you. Even though other people may forget what your sermon was about. However, you will be the one who will never forget because you spent so much time preparing it. Or perhaps if you are uh, part of the visitation group. There is a brother, uh, uh, there is a sister from our church who joined the pastor to do visitation. And uh, they went to visit a sick member. 
一开始他都不知道要讲什么去要讲什么 and she herself was greatly edified. Um, so what I'm trying to say is, without church, you do not have the opportunity to serve. And without servitude, you you cannot grow. Uh, therefore, brothers and sisters, you have to find a way to serve God. No matter what is the task that you do. Um, it can be a big task or a small task. Because before God, these are all big works. As long as you do your best to finish it, you will be spiritually uh, grown and edified. Some people say, I really don't want to serve at church. Uh, because, um, you know, church is um, an organization with many people and there will be gossip. If you do not do your job well, then you will be criticized. If you do a good job, you'll still be criticized. So the best thing for me is to not do anything. This kind of uh, attitude is, is quite ridiculous. Um, be sure that we do not care about other people's uh, We just have to look at our own growth. The person we serve is God. God is going to help us grow through giving us the chance to serve. If a child at home, the only thing they did was to eat. They didn't do any chores, then they are like a baby. Uh, because an infant is someone who only eats and sleeps and goes to, to the bathroom. For a child who grows up, they are able to do other things, help out in the house. That's so if you are not doing anything within the church, then you are like a spiritual a baby. Um, do not be afraid of other people's words. And in addition, we have to be uh, we have to learn to bear to work with each other. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. Verse 16. From him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Here it describes how we have a lot of things to learn. We all are a body part. Uh, we know that the human body, uh, uh, the human uh, physiology is very complicated. There's blood vessels and muscle and tendon and uh, nerves. Um, there's a, a bone joints. If all of these components are not in sync working together, then you can't even move. Sometimes our holy work feels like it's unable to move. Why? Because we're having trouble with communication. We do not have collaboration. You're doing your thing, I'm doing my thing. Uh, there's this joke that uh, two people are working on a project together, one person digs a hole, the other person patches that hole. They have not even fixed the issue in the wall. Um, the second person has already patched it up. Because there was no communication. Um, I don't care what you're doing, I just did my part. Because there's some people, they don't like to talk in person or on the phone, so they're only texting or email. So they said, I sent you the message. If you didn't read it, it's your problem. Our 
一直在联络。Our body is able to function smoothly because、um, all these components are coordinated by our nerves. 同样的，我们在基督里面也要多联络。And same with our central nervous system. Within Jesus Christ, we have to communicate. When we do holy work, we cannot emphasize on ourselves. If when you're doing holy work, you feel like I'm suffering, and other people are not understanding how hard I'm working, it's very possible that you don't really understand the work of other people as well. You say people don't listen to you. Some,、uh, you say that other people are not listening to you. It's possible that you're not listening to other people as well. So holy work is it, it's not hard and it shouldn't be. The hard part is the interpersonal part. If we have more tolerance, more bearing, more acceptance, more communication, more humility. Many things are easy to solve. And、a lot of things,、uh, big problems can be easily solved. This is the kind of growing that God wants us to do through serving at church. We are not children; we are not children; we are all adults. So we have to rely on Jesus Christ to serve and to grow in our church. So we say that the body gradually grows and grows. Um, we see that a body will day by day grow. Wow, you see, the church is growing more. We see how church is growing by membership. Wow, brothers and sisters, the faith is getting better. And、um, growing by faith. Wow, the church is getting better. And this church is blessed by God. In love, we have established ourselves. The church has built itself. Within love, we have established ourselves. The church has built itself. Within love, we have established ourselves. The church has built itself. Within love, we have established ourselves. The church has built itself. Within love, we have established ourselves. The church has built itself. Within love, we have established ourselves. The church has built itself. Within love, we have established ourselves. The church has built itself. Within love, we have established ourselves. The church has built itself. Within love, we have established ourselves. Because sometimes when you're struggling the most, when you feel like you cannot carry on, is the moment where God is molding you. Don't just blame others. Do not only complain. This is this may be a chance where、um, Christ is trying to change you. So we talked about the church and salvation. And today we talked about、uh, church and salvation. Through the church, we receive God's wisdom. From church, we receive God's wisdom. Through church, we share God's life. And through church, we build up each other in faith. Let's all sing a hymn. One hundred and seventy-one.